The Poorly Made Police podcast is for entertainment purposes only. This podcast has explicit content and is meant for a mature audience. The views expressed on this poorly made podcast reflect the opinions of the guests and hosts. They do not reflect the opinion of any department or entity. Nothing on this poorly made podcast should be construed as legal or marital advice. If something offends you, I kindly invite you to lighten the fuck up. If you want to support this very poorly made podcast, click the link at the end of the description and become a monthly sponsor of the podcast. Or buy yourself some nice poorly made police memes merch. Not only does it look good on you, it's also a favorite of wives, exes, children, nurses, nuns, IA investigators, defense attorneys, and the chief. And of course, take care of the fine sponsors of this podcast. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the orgasmic sound of a crown vic. Welcome to the 68th edition of the Very Poorly Made Police Memes Podcast. It really should be the 66th version of the podcast, but I fucked up. Poorly made. What can you do? So in this podcast, I'm going to talk to a fella from M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. And uh, he worked corrections and is out on the road now. So we'll talk about his experience. He's kind of a young pup, so he has a different perspective. About 45 minutes or so in, we start really hitting Star Wars stuff pretty hard and talking about some unpopular opinions or popular opinions about Star Wars. So, in fairness, I know not everybody's a Star Wars geek like me, so about the 45-minute mark-ish is kind of where we start hitting the Star Wars stuff, and then at the end, we hit the normal questions and talk about Crown Vicks and shit in your pants and all that good stuff. So, before we do that, let's talk about officer privacy. And because of officer privacy, I can do this podcast every single Sunday. At my old agency, before I left, there was some guys that were involved in a couple things. And as soon as... The news reports hit with uh, these guys' names. Porters are at their house. Activists are at their house. All this crazy shit. And why is that? Because your information's online. It's very easy for someone to access it for a very nominal fee. That's where officer privacy comes in. I've been talking about them a lot, and I'm going to continue to talk about them because it's such a great product. Now you may be asking yourself, what does officer privacy do? Officerprivacy.com has two ways to help you take your privacy back. First off, you could do it yourself. Officer Privacy created a custom, easy-to-use software so you can quickly navigate through the top 30 people search sites and delete your information. They have instructions for each site and include a simple way how to keep track of it all, and they provide access to their software free for 14 days. This is plenty of time to go through the sites or remove your information. Or you can sign up for the premium service. OfficerPrivacy.com staff of current and former U.S.-based law enforcement officers will remove you from the top 30 people search sites. Then they monitor those sites, and if you show up again... They take you right off. So check these guys out, officerprivacy.com. Okay, we'll get right to the podcast. Out of pure fucking laziness, I'm not going to play a band. And we'll be right back with the meat of the podcast. All right, now the moment the moment you've all been waiting for, the next person to enter my dungeon digitally is Red Leader. 
Red Leader, this is Gold Leader. Do you copy? Red Leader copies. Now, uh, if you're not familiar with this, this is some Star Wars geekiness, and we're going to fucking nerd out on this podcast. But before we get to Star Wars stuff, I had people send in their unpopular opinions about Star Wars, and a lot of you guys are frankly fucking wrong. But before that, this podcast is allegedly about policing sometimes. So we're going to talk about that a little bit. But before we get going, uh, I'm trying to bring back the uh, fan favorite, the beer review. What are you drinking tonight, pal? Uh, I'm drinking a Yingling's Hershey's Chocolate Porter. You son of a bitch. I've been wanting to try one of those so bad, but I, I have not got my hands on that yet. Is it? Is it all right? Uh, it's not terrible. Um, I thought it was going to be awful. Honestly, I didn't think mixing chocolate and beer was going to mesh well, but it's it's not bad. See, saying something's not terrible isn't exactly a great compliment well, what, of it. Well, my expectations were it's going to be fucking awful, and my real thought is it's not terrible. I think that's pretty good. Okay, fair enough. I God, I can't wait for Yingling to be nationwide. So what I've got... By a stroke of luck, because I'm almost out of new beers to try. I've been doing this for a while now, and I'm out of my initial run. So I'm going to have to get some new beers to try. But I uh, grabbed into the back of the refrigerator, and what did I find? I have a Mississippi Blonde, which works out because you're from Mississippi. I am from Mississippi. M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. I'm going to have – that's probably going to happen a couple times. So this is the Mississippi Blonde. It's by Bent River Brewing Company, which I'm like 90% sure is in Iowa – Oh, no, Rock Island, Illinois, just on the other side. So I'm uh, I'm excited to try this, man. It's been sitting in there for a while, and I, I usually enjoy blondes. Hint, hint, wink, wink. Well, my wife's a brunette, so I don't. I mean, okay, first off, the beer's not bad. It's actually pretty good. Second off, I have a story about blondes, and I've debated <laughs> telling this on the podcast because it's not cop-related. It's, it's kind of, I don't want to say it's super personal, but I didn't know where it was going to fit, and this is where it fits. And so the other day I'm, uh, I'm driving with my boy into town and you know, he's 12, we're talking about stuff. And there's kind of this running joke in my, my household that if anything happens to me, don't let my wife marry a guy with a man bun. Like, I don't, I don't really care about anything else, but if he has a fucking man, bud, I'm going to have a problem. And so yeah, I think and- I'm going to steal that rule from you. It's a great rule. Uh, I'll be honest. Don't there's no reason to have a man bun. Okay. Just don't do it. Don't uh, do it. hundred percent. Terrible idea. Yeah. Cut your hair. Be a man. I've been watching, I've been watching his videos. He fucking cracked me up. But anyway, yeah. So anyway, so we're driving that topic comes up again and another part came up, but I'm not going to repeat that here. And I, I was telling my wife about the conversation and she's like, what the hell? Like, that's such a weird rule. And I'm like, no, don't fucking marry a man with a ban- man. Bun. That's all I ask. And I said, hey, look, if you were told me, don't, you know, if something happened to me, don't marry a big titty blonde, I would do that for you. And she's like, what the fuck? You were weird. I would. I would do that for her. So I don't know. Don't don't fucking have a man bun. And uh, if if something does happen to me. Have a mullet like a man. Yeah, have a mullet or cut your hair. Uh, Dude, you're in Mississippi. You have a fucking mullet, don't you? You know, the only reason I don't is because my my department policy won't let me. Wait a second. There's departments with policies in Mississippi. Oh, absolutely. Now, what in tarnation? I thought Mississippi was basically the Wild West and there was no rules and regulations and cops did whatever the fuck they wanted. So you're telling me that's not true? That is absolutely not true. There's plenty of rules and regulations. Just, you know, none of them are inherently anti-cop, though. So that's good. 
Mississippi is probably not a terrible place to be a cop. Am I right on that? Oh no, it's 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 terrific. Uh, I've I've been at a few agencies and you know one capacity or another, and I've I've never felt like I was inhibited to do my job by the uh, laws of the state. What about the law? What about department policy? Though are there departments out there that are anti-cop, or is that pretty much unheard of in Mississippi? Uh, none that I've really worked at. Um, I've I've had my disagreements with some admin at some places, but I've never. I wouldn't say any policies are inherently anti-cop uh, that I've seen, at least. I could be wrong. There are other cities, obviously, and other counties, but everyone I've worked at has been, policy-wise, at least pretty good. Now, it's probably an unfair question to ask you, but I'm going to because I'm a dick. I, I feel like Mississippi okay. really gets a bad rap. And the, you know, the, the stereotype of Mississippi is, is like the stupidest people in the country live there. Is that a fair assessment or is that not true? Uh, I'd say you get your fair share of stupid people anywhere. Uh, I, I, I was reading somewhere. If you cut out a section of the state, we would be one of the highest as far as education level. But that one section is so low, it brings our whole average down. Interesting. But as a far like we got everything, we got cities, we got little towns, we've got rural counties. And uh, I mean, you're going to get a mixed bag everywhere you go. I don't know. I feel like Mississippi is like the butt of jokes throughout the country, which I think there's a lot of stupid people all over the country. But I think what's worse is the smart, stupid people, if that makes any sense. Like you're educated, but you're not street smart. Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. I was going to say there's there's some people with like a third grade education that are probably smarter than me and you. And there's some people with doctorates that, you know, we're definitely smarter than. Yeah, it's amazing how that works out. You know, people always... uh, I feel like the a lot of people that scream privilege in any sense are very educated people that went to higher education and they're screaming about privilege when they're some of the most privileged people on earth. But what do I know? I mean, I'd 100% agree with you there, man. 100%. Well, let's uh, let's talk about you a little bit, Red Leader. How long have you been a cop for? Uh, if you tell my, if you count my time in corrections, uh, I got about seven years. If you don't, I'd say I got about four on patrol. And when we were talking earlier, you started right at 21, right? Uh, yeah, I started I started in the uh, local jail at 21. You said before we started recording that you listen to every single podcast, which I, I should start handing out gold stars for that. So I, I appreciate you for that. <laughs> you, you probably noticed that. No problem. Said, yeah, thanks, buddy. I, you've, you've probably heard me say on a couple occasions that I think starting at 21 is too young. You're somebody that started at 21. What's your perspective on that? Uh, I would say it's a good thing I started in the jail because I was I would not be ready for patrol at 21, but the experience I gained in the jail helped progress me to uh, to be the patrolman I am now. I think one of but the big I, benefits of working in the jail, and and I've obviously never worked in a jail, is it teaches you how to talk to people and and deal with the clientele. Am I on the right path with that? Absolutely, because what you say to one person isn't going to work for another, because some people are only going to respond to being called motherfucker and, you know, listen here, you jackass, and some people aren't going to respond well to that at all. Some people, you got to be very kind, like, sir, this is this is what it is. You know, there was this whole thing a few years back, and I, I can't tell you how far back it was, but I... I felt like I was kind of getting that towards the end of my high school. And then some of the first jobs I worked is a lot of the training focused on it. And in fact, when I, I ran a mall security, a lot of the training corporate training was 
you have different types of learners. You have people that respond well to different types of things. And that, I don't know, did that whole fucking talk went away? Because I, I actually thought that was good information because even within my, my, my family, my, all, each one of my kids responds differently to different things. I don't know why, like when it comes to police work, people are dense and they don't fucking understand that different people respond to different things. And sometimes cops don't know what that is going to be. Well, I also think it would depend on what uh, job you had prior, because prior to being in law enforcement, I worked in the food industry and I always worked behind the kitchen. So I never I never had a talking to of how to respond to customers because I never had to deal with the customers. I was always behind the scenes. Now, speaking of so, behind uh, the scenes, because I, I, I did want to talk about <laughs> your uh, your prior work before law enforcement, because we talked before and you said you worked at Raising Cane's is working at I a did. restaurant similar to the movie Waiting. Uh, you know what? Um, yeah, when I was in high school, I worked at a restaurant kind of like that, you know, an actual sit-down restaurant. I, I, I would say waiting is accurate, but extremely exaggerated, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I, I actually worked at a diner in high school off of a, an interstate, and that was a terrible fucking experience. But uh, especially wait and take, like they hired me as a dishwasher, and they're like, hey, we're short, so uh, you're going to wait some tables today. and you know, the hot chick would fucking rake in like a hundred bucks a night. And I'm sitting here with like 10 bucks. That was not a good time, but I, I can tell you waiting, at least for me, you know, people weren't like putting their balls on food or anything like that. So I, it was a little exaggerated, but the personalities are there for sure. Well, I, I before Kane's, I also worked at a pizza hut as a delivery driver. And I, I can say like, I never put anything in the food, but if I got somebody I knew was going to be either an asshole or just not tip me, their, their food might've got shaken up before I got there. Oh man, that's fucking ice cold. That's wrong. You're wrong for that. That was the best fucking job well, you know I what? ever had, man. That was the best fucking job I ever had was delivering pizza. If I could make a living delivering pizza, you drive around, you fucking listen to music, you give people pizza. It's fucking awesome. I mean, yeah, it is awesome when you have good customers, but it, I had a customer try to short me one one day and then like 2 days later he's ordering pizza again and it was and it was my turn to deliver, so gave him the old razzle dazzle so, before you gave him the pizza, huh? Yeah, basically. So say the people that tipped us really good, they got they got they got, you know, the special treatment. Like I hope I'm not giving myself away here, but we had one guy he always ordered extra jalapenos and he always stepped us like ten, like fifteen bucks. So we would get a little uh a cup and fill it up with jalapenos for him. There was definitely customers like that. It was that was always a good time. We had some hotels and those were usually good because people in the hotels for whatever reason tipped really well. It was awesome. Well, with the hotels in my delivery area, it was kind of a mixed bag. It was uh, depending on the hotel, really. Yeah, I was lucky. It was a, a nicer community. So that there was, I mean, like there was some more shady, there was some shadier hotels, but for the most part, the hotels were really nice there. So it was awesome. Like there were some hotels, you're like, yeah, let's go. And then there were some hotels like, oh, I don't want to go there. Yeah, you kind of knew sometimes, depending on the <laughs> hotel you were going on, how, how great of a tip you were going to get. But I mean, overall, man, that was, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It was a good job, man. I really liked it. Now, uh, mine could have been a lot better, but that was more the management than the job itself. Yeah, I think that's typical, like of that type of service industry job. It, it's really hit or miss with the management. All right, we're gonna take a quick break and get a quick word from our sponsors. I want to talk to you all about Refuge Medical. You've heard me talk about them in the past, and I've said. Their kit will beat what your department issues, if they even issue anything. I can attest to that. I recently received the the Bear Fact 
3.0. It's awesome. I'm blown away with how much great stuff is in there. We talk about training all the time. We talk about everything you could do to be prepared as a police officer. Well, be prepared for the worst case scenario. Be prepared for the situation where you need to apply aid to yourself or your buddy and have the right equipment on you and know how to use it too. Not only does Refuge Medical have this great equipment that I can send out to you, they also do training classes all throughout the country, so you can look for that. Now, this kit, which has a really cool name, Bearfac 3.0, sound like donut operator, but this kit is perfect for at home, in a vehicle, a great kit for bleeding control at schools, businesses, churches, everything. This isn't just something cops should have. This is something everybody should have. But in our context, this kit is credited with saving lives from the battlefields of Afghanistan to serious motor vehicle accidents here stateside. The unique design of the Bearfac inner pouch allows for rapid deployment of life-saving equipment while not sacrificing organization and retention. We've all been there, right? You're trying to grab something out of a first aid kit and everything falls out. This one's built different. The medical components have been thoughtfully laid out. And it's American-made. Do yourselves a favor. Go get a nice piece of equipment that's important for you and your buddies. And go check out my friends, longtime poorly made police meme supporters, Refuge Medical. Now back to the podcast. Well, let's talk about your <laughs> your time as a uh, at the jail. Let's I do it. yeah, let's do it. So I'm that's something I've kind of thought about. You know, after policing, you know, I I debate going back and forth if I'm going to go back or if I'm going to push this more or what I'm going to do. And I live pretty close to a, a jail here. And the pay is not half bad, but I, God, I just don't want to be in jail for 40 hours a week. Am I looking at that the wrong way or am I kind of on the right, heading in the right direction with that? Uh, I mean, it varies on the, uh, like I've worked at a couple different correctional facilities and it varies on, on the one, like if it's short staffed, it's, it's going to be hell. Uh, if it's fully staffed and the, and the admin's pretty pro y'all and pretty lenient on some of the things, like it's not going to be a bad gig like for, for me it was on night shift we weren't supposed to have our phones well, we weren't supposed to have our phones at all but like on night shift when all the everybody's locked down and you're stuck in the control room all by yourself like it gets real boring for 12 hours just doing that without a phone i've heard i've heard of some places that don't mind it and <clears throat> and uh if that's the case i mean you can just watch netflix for however long after lockdown and, and it's a good way to if you want to get back into policing, it's a good way to get to know the local clientele that are going to be your regulars. And also, I mean, like a bunch of good guys work in the jails. So I don't know. It's, I think it's a, it's a good step if that's what you want to do. A lot, a lot of guys in the jail are great in the jail, but wouldn't make it as a on patrol if that's what you're looking for. But at the same time, you know, I can say the same about guys on patrol. Yeah, I think they're just two completely different jobs. I, I did want to talk about the phone and the control thing because – I could see how that could be boring as shit, but then I also could see the liability of you got some guy playing on his phone and an inmate takes a forever nap. That could be problematic when they go back and look at the footage and they're like, well, hey, this guy is on camera hanging himself and you're watching, you know, OnlyFans or whatever. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, every every facility I worked at, they required at least uh, round every hour. So even if you were watching, say, The Ranch on Netflix, you know, because I know you're from Colorado originally, uh, if you are watching, say, The Ranch on Netflix, I mean, you still got to pause it and go do your rounds and look at every cell and make sure they're breathing. 
Now, I don't know anything about the ranch. Is that like a documentary on ranch dressing or what's that about? <laughs> Have you really not heard of the ranch? I've never heard or, of the ranch. Is, is it about the Scarlet Ranch? No, it's about a ranch in Colorado. Stars, no, uh, it's, not a, it's, not about, it's not about a swingers club, <laughs> and it's not about ranch dressing. I, I have no interest. Oh, well, you're missing out on a great show, at least for the first you know few seasons. It does get a little political around the end there. but Now, let me but, ask uh, you this. Is, yeah. is it a ripoff? Is it a ripoff of Yellowstone, essentially, though? Uh, Yellowstone's a drama, right? I think so. I That's another one I don't know much about, but I've heard it is a drama. Uh, no, the ranch is, it, it's got some dramatic elements, but it's it's funny as hell. Oh, well, fuck, I guess I'm in, man. I, I thought it was just like another, like, serious <laughs> cowboy show. And I'm like, man, ranch ain't that serious. No, it, it stars uh, Aston Kutcher as the main character. Oh, all right. I mean, I'm not a big Ashton Kutcher fan. I didn't, fuck, I didn't even know he was still acting. Yeah, it's got him in, uh, for the first two seasons, Danny Masterson, until he got into that trouble. No uh, shit, Danny Masterson, it, huh? Wow. I didn't know. Yeah. yeah what, did he, what did he get in trouble for? Like some sexual assault stuff, right? Yeah, it was. he was accused of some stuff that I think they had already investigated like 10 years prior and said there wasn't enough evidence. And then the woman came back after the, you know, that movement. And then uh, he got back in trouble for it. And I think he's, I think he's still in court for that now. All right, I guess we should stop talking about <laughs> Danny Masterson and ranches, but the uh yeah it might be a good idea if we don't want to get canceled yeah so you you left the jail did you always want to be a road cop or you just kind of got burned out of the jail how'd that evolve for you i've wanted to be a cop since i was about uh 10 years old prior to that i wanted to be a stuntman and uh i have not it's on my list of movies to watch but but i have not watched it Put that like number one. Hot Rod is so fucking funny. Well, I gotta show my wife Hot Fuzz before I watch before I watch that. She hasn't seen Hot Fuzz yet. Oh yeah, I I haven't seen that movie in a while. I need. I should have watched it before I talked to the British cop. I felt like I feel like I would have been a little better prepared. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a that's a documentary, right? That's one hundred percent accurate. Yeah, I think so. I didn't even need to do the podcast. It's completely accurate. So, <laughs> how many agencies have you been with on the road? Uh, two. Man, two and four years. Look at you. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't want to go into too much detail, but I didn't leave my first road agency with uh, great uh, uh, terms. Well, I mean, sometimes, so, uh, sometimes that happens, unfortunately. there's uh, Not everybody gets along. Did you go from a bigger agency to a smaller or vice versa or about the same size? Or Well, actually, uh, with the bad terms, I end up having to go back to corrections after my first agency uh, because again, not too much detail, but it, he made it hard to get back on the road. But then uh, my current agency, I'd say they're my current agency is probably a little bit bigger as far as city wise, <clears throat> but they gave me another shot and they've been good to me. Now I, I won't like, this isn't like Dateline 2020. I won't pry you for details, but <laughs> would you say that in the first agency, is it something like you fucked up and you know, they were a little too hard on you or was it, they just completely fucked you? Uh, I'd say they completely fucked me. I was pretty, pretty mad. Yeah, so, I mean, but that's probably for the best, right? It happens earlier in your career and you can move on from that. Oh, yeah. No, like I said, the place I'm at now, they, they treat me really, really well. Um, I have no complaints about, about anything so far. How long have you been there for? Uh, I've been here since 2019. Okay. So you've been there for a hot minute. So, Yeah. Oh, okay. So you, I mean, you, you were a young pup and then you had a little issue and 
Now, when you be- went back to corrections, did you go back to the same agency or a different agency in the jail? Uh, no, I went to a state agency versus a county. Was that better or worse? Way worse. I would just say the state agency I was at, it was, uh, it was rough. They, I got less pay and, uh, bro, they were running us 24 hours at the facility I was at. Dude, that, that sucks. And that, that's one of the things I, I see this, uh, jail near me. They're always hiring. Oh, like since I've moved here, they've been hiring. And that to me, that's kind of a sign, a good paying job and nobody wants to work there. That's, that's a sign. Well, there's also, there's also a high turnover rate in corrections just in general, even at the best of facilities. Why do you think that is? Well, because I think a lot of people go into it thinking it's going to be one thing and then they see what it really is and they just, it's it's not what they expected or it's, it's more than they can really handle. Can you elaborate um, I, on that I, a little bit more? Like what, what do you think people go into? Ex- what do you think people expect? And then what does it turn into? Uh, well, I'm, people might be expecting, you know, like inmates are locked down for like way longer and like they have full control all the time. They might be thinking like, uh, I don't want to say like they're all on death row, but they might be thinking it's more like the green mile versus, you know, reality. And by green mile, I mean, you know, they're in their cells and they got the little area and that's basically it. But, uh, yeah, I was like, wait a second, but what, what do people think they're all in jails? (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, and then, you know, they find out like, you know, they're out of their cells more often than not. Uh, just because they cuss you out doesn't mean you can lock them down. You know, a lot of people go in that mentality, like, you know, fuck them. I run this place. And, yeah, you might run the place, but you can't you you can't be uh you can't be a dick to them just to be a dick. You gotta you gotta give a little for them to you know treat you with any respect. And you know a lot of guys going into corrections don't have that men- mindset. They think you know I'm Billy Badass. I'm gonna fucking run this place, and that's not the kind of that's not the kind of you know attitude that does well in a correctional setting. What really really blew my mind, and I had no idea, but just talking to some people that work in jails. I didn't have any idea that inmates have iPads and TVs and all this shit for most of the day. That's fucking wild to me. Well, at the first facility I worked at, they, they was like a day room TV, but they didn't have anything besides like they had like a one pad in like the room. Um, but it was more like request stuff. wouldn't get online. Um, but no, nowhere I worked had like an iPad or anything for them. And, uh, the state facility, they could buy their own TV for like a, like this little mini TV that got like three channels for like 200 bucks. Because I've seen other places where dude recording TikToks from the jail. Oh, yeah. What the fuck? Well, a lot of those, a lot of those guys also, you know, have contraband cell phones and don't give a fuck. So they're like, I'm going to post this on TikTok because I, you know, fuck the police. So what actually happens to somebody if they bring in contraband? I mean, it is it basically, hey, don't do it again. Uh, Maybe lock them down for a little bit. Uh, well, it is a charge that can be charged. Um, as far as I saw, nobody ever really got charged with it. But if if they did get caught trying to smuggle it in, it was basically automatically 30 days lockdown, which is uh, 23 hours a day lockdown. And then there's no TV. You don't get your uh, you don't get canteen, which is, you know, their, their special like their treats and stuff they can buy. None of that. It's you're locked down 23 hours a day. You get out in the day room for an hour and then you go back to your cell. That would suck a little bit. Oh, yeah, I'd, I'd go out of my mind doing that. Probably in better shape, though. Yeah, for sure. Now, when you were in the jail, did you ever feel, like, stuck in there? Like, how long was a typical shift? Uh, 12 hours. And uh, it, it depended on the day. Um, it, it really just depended on the day. Some days, like, seemed like they were just dragging, and, like, I felt like I was never going to get out. 
And some days, you know, I had a good day. If, uh, unfortunately, like my best friend in the jail worked on the opposite shift, but if he was working overtime, I'd always just work with him and we'd hang out in the uh, control rooms and just dick off until, you know, shit needed to be done. But uh, if if it's just like one of those days where like, if especially on day shifts, I'm not a day shift person. So day shifts tend to drag more for me than, than say on night. What was the worst thing that you saw in a jail? Worst thing I saw in a jail? Uh, I'm sure this happens everywhere, so this isn't going to knock me out. There's a crazy dude. He was charged. I don't remember what he was charged with, but he was he was not all up there. And he liked to smear his own uh, shit all over the walls. And he wasn't doing it to me malicious. It's just he liked to do it. That's a bad time, man. That's I, I've heard of that, <laughs> and that's honestly one reason I'm like, you deal with that on patrol a little bit, but uh, <laughs> jail cell with shit on the wall. I mean, and I change dirty diapers on the regular here. I just, Oh yeah, no, I would, I would change more of my son's dirty diapers if I didn't have two jobs, but you know, that change I'd pretty much if I'm off, I'm on diaper duty. God, I hate changing diapers, man. It's the worst. It just is. It, some people are like, Oh, it's not so bad. Once they start eating real food. <laughs> I no, I can't like, I, I mean, I have to, I can, but it's, it's, terrible and then you don't like, like my to. kid's been like shitting out his pants lately uh, fuck man i'm going through clothes like crazy i just uh it well luckily for me he's still on formula so oh it's coming buddy it is so. coming for you well yeah luckily i work two jobs so i don't have to be at home that much do you have a like, other we... job out of law enforcement or is it do you have two law enforcement jobs it's, i have two law enforcement jobs full-time at what agency and part-time in another kind of deal Yep, that's exactly what it is. Is that common down there? Oh uh, yeah, I'm not the only one um, that does that for sure. Uh, I I probably work more hours at my second agency than others, you know, that do the same job do. But you know, when when you need the money, that's an interesting uh, phenomenon because in Colorado, at least that I know of, there weren't really part time cops, but south and then the eastern parts of the state or of the States rather, I I've seen some of that. And that's crazy to me that you basically, you have cops that are maybe they're part-time cop in like three or four different jurisdictions. And that's how they get their hours every week is they work a shift here, shift here, shift there. It's uh it's kind of a strange deal to me. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I can tell you every agency I know that has part-timers isn't just a part-time agency that I know of. Um, all the ones I know are full-time agencies that just have like extra shifts, on like usually the weekends, but depending on how short staff they are, they might have more part-time spots. Now is the pay pretty rough in Mississippi? That's one thing I think is probably true. Uh, the pay for me, it's the pay isn't bad. Uh, I just have a lot of debt personally. Uh, if I didn't have all that, that, you know, would it be a breeze? The, and the pay might look bad compared to like other States, but, when you think that we have the lowest cost of living in all the U.S., it kind of balances out. Okay, that I mean that that makes sense to me. I I've talked to some other guys that are probably forty to fifty k is like probably on the high end in Mississippi, right? Yeah, yeah, I'd say that's probably more on the high end. What what's like a typical <clears throat> family home in Mississippi? Which I know it probably depends from like area to area, but for the most part, like, could you get a decent house for under hundred thousand? Oh, absolutely. You can definitely get a decent house for under 100000 Where uh, my, my big city guys are like, what the fuck? 
fuck. You couldn't get like a <laughs> cardboard box on a street corner for a hundred K in some places. Again, not to, not to be too specific with me, but I'll say this much. I'm paying under 80 for my house. Yeah, that's uh, I gotta be honest, man. We looked at a, a couple different places around the country and we we're all right, this is how much we want to spend on a house. And uh, so we kind of landed a place where we could spend a little bit less on a, or a lot less than in Colorado. And, you know, the South, there's a lot of cheap houses, but I, I, I don't think I was ready for the heat and humidity in the South. Well, I was born in the heat, molded by it. <laughs> I was molded by the heat I hadn't seen, in the darkness. I, hadn't, I mean, it's true, because I hadn't even seen the snow till I was almost a man. And by almost, I mean, I was, I was in my police academy when I saw snow for the first time. Does it ever snow in Mississippi? And parts of it. Yeah, that's wild to me. There's people in this the same country I live in that have literally never seen it actually snow. Yeah, no, it's it's kind of kind of and it's weird to me thinking like, you know, when it can be like 60, 70 degrees over here, other places are getting snow. Hang on. You know, and I don't, I don't want to necessarily trash the South, but I was just, I just, I've never been there. So I think it would have been weird for me to like, all right, I'm going to move to the South. I mean, I think as far South as we got was Tennessee and I like Tennessee. I mean, I guess that's not that, that far away from Mississippi. It's one state above us. One, like, yeah, it's, above. It's more, it borders us. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think I could see the state of Mississippi when I crossed, uh, what is What's the, the big bridge out of Memphis? Yeah. Uh, I-40 maybe. I don't know. Are, are you talking about the uh, the one that crosses the Mississippi River? Yeah, that's I forty, isn't it? I got no idea, man. I but I know that when I went over the I was saying I went up to Memphis for Memphis in May uh, a few years ago, and we were me and my buddies we were staying in Arkansas for the festival, and we crossed that bridge. So I was gonna say maybe you're thinking of Arkansas that you saw. Okay, maybe maybe geographically I'm challenged because I I could have sworn that Mississippi was very close to Memphis. Am I insane though? Uh, no, you're not insane. Um, I think, no, I think we have some, some towns that border Memphis, but that's not my part of Mississippi. So I, I'm not uh, super familiar with it and I've only no, been to Tennessee like twice. I look at a U.S. map because I, I could have sworn like when I crossed the Mississippi, I made some dad joke about like, oh, I can see the Mississippi from here, which I could. I mean, you know, I, I could be an asshole and be, be proven you, I, I could be wrong. I don't, I don't fucking know. Okay. It I, is, you it know, is I-40, <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to say. If and there wasn't clear visibility, but I bet I could have seen Mississippi if it was clear out. If you if you squint, if you squinted really hard and believed in yourself, yes, I think so. I could have seen Mississippi. I was I was that close to it. Okay. Okay. Well, you know, if you're ever in Mississippi, hit me up. I'll uh, I'll take you out. I think this is the second podcast where uh, we visited Mississippi. My uh my buddy the uh, the assistant yeah. chief was a Mississippi cop, so. I, yeah, I know. I was a little upset. I wasn't the first Mississippi cop on the uh, on the podcast. Well, I have to. Here's my public apology. It, I I'm very disorganized. I, I want everybody to know that I, there's a list, and I'm trying to get to everybody that wants to be on, and you know, let everybody say their piece. But I'm super disorganized. I get a lot of messages. I try really hard to keep up on it. And I got a message from a guy the other day. And he's like, "Motherfucker, I was supposed to be your first Kentucky cop." And I was like, "Oh shit, he was <laughs> fuck." So well, you, there, you, never, you never told me I was supposed to be the first one. You never told me I was supposed to be the first Mississippi. I just wanted to be the first Mississippi. Well, you're the second M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I, so don't worry about it. I mean, I'll take it. Well, let me ask this uh, before we get into some geeky stuff. Is the Let's job dead in Mississippi? Far from it. It is uh, thriving down here. How's the, for the guys that are maybe want to leave, you know, these big city shitty departments, is a Mississippi a state that's easy to lateral to or no? 
I, I'd imagine so. Um, we our academy doesn't require a whole lot of hours, um, so as long as the hours were that were required are met, uh, I don't see it. I don't think it would be hard. I think all they'd have to do is take like a two week refresher course. Now you you mentioned that the there's not a lot of hours in the academy. How many hours are your academy? Do you know? Uh, four hundred eighty. Four hundred. Four hundred eighty. Yeah. So that, that would be. Wait, four hundred and eighty hours to be a cop. Yeah. Oh, I guess that's twelve weeks. That's math. Yeah, it's twelve weeks, right? Uh, it was a, it was a, it was eleven for us, but we ours was also you know you stayed at the academy until like the weekend. Oh, I gotcha. Is there a bunch of academies in the state? I know of four. The Trooper Academy is a lot longer than the you know basic state academy, and then I know there's. One on the coast, one a little bit further, uh, or more on the around Hattiesburg, and then there's one I believe more in North Mississippi. Are they all run by the, the state, uh, or is there someone like a community college type deal? I think one's ran by a sheriff's department, one's ran by a college, one's the state. That's the trooper one, and then there's I don't know about the the fourth. Okay, the academy that you went through was it like paramilitary or was it pretty low key? I'd say it's paramilitary. I did want to, so I was, you know, I was doing the big uh, poorly made police memes math. And so you said 480 hours, which is, that's 12 weeks. That's, that's crazy, man. So that's three months. My academy, the basic academy in Colorado was six months. Uh, It might seem low, but we're not the lowest in the uh, U.S. That'd be Louisiana has the lowest amount of hours required. Interesting. Do you think the hours required is too low or do you think it's fine? I don't think it's too low personally, as far as Academy goes, I, I think Academy is to get you like ready to be FTO. I think all the real learning comes as at FTO. So let Academy be what it is, but just make sure, you know, the FTO program that you're going into is, you know, worth a damn, I guess is for lack of a better term. Okay. How long was uh, FTO for you? Well, I mean, my, F- <laughs> I, I was riding before I went to Academy for about, three or four weeks and then the first like i said this was the first age i worked for the one where i had the disagreements um and uh i i, I was fto for like a weekend and then uh my fto was sick and they were short staffed they said uh hey i'm gonna shadow you but here's a car that's 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 not good that's not good. no it was not um type of state where you can go out and ride an fto before you go to the academy yeah, um, you can ride with FTO, but you can't ride, you know, solo. Okay. At least anywhere I've worked. Now, I'm not going to say there's, there's no agencies in Mississippi that do that, but none that I've worked at have done that. What does Mississippi require yearly? Do you guys have, like, a certain amount of hours you have to get trained up on every single year? I, I don't know how many hours it is exactly. Um, I do I do know that, that it is a certain amount. Hold on. I know there's a certain amount, but I don't know uh, – I don't know exactly off the top of my head. I'd have to look at my SOP or the state law or whatever it is. You just click on the link when they send it to you, right? Basically. I, I do what I'm told to do. I mean, you're married. You know how that works. So Yeah, basically. All right. Well, without any further ado, I think we should get into some geeky stuff. Oh, wait, no. I got one more one more thing to say. I, I want to give you some credit really? because you sent me a photo that I, I still need to get on my Instagram someday of a Christmas ornament which I, I still have my Christmas tree <laughs> in, the, in the dungeon, a Christmas ornament hanging from your rear view mirror. Was that in your patrol car or your personal? Yeah, that's my patrol car. I think everybody should do that. And I, I just checked with uh, Chris uh, Fanta, Franta, 
Franta. I dude, I still fuck up his name. Poor guy. But I checked with Chris and he said you can still buy an ornament. So if you don't have an ornament, go buy one and you can hang it up in your uh, your car like he does. Or uh, if you have an ornament, you don't know what to do with it right now, go hang it up in your car. It'll look great. I'm the ultimate salesman. Apparently, he, he sold me. He just sold one. He owes me a couple bucks. So that's some scratch ticket money. You better pay up, motherfucker. All right. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back to the podcast. I want to talk to you about my buddy Brad Williams over at Police Fit. You guys see him on the page every single Monday on Poorly Made Police Memes. Brad's going to help the new applicants and active officers smash their fitness and regain their health. Brad has 11 years experience in the fitness industry, 17 years in the military, and is also a first responder. He's going to share his experience and expertise to help applicants get their dream job and help active first responders regain their health. That's Police Fit, and I'll have a link for you on the podcast description. Back to the podcast. All right, let's talk about some geeky stuff. Now, you're you're a big Star Wars guy, as am I. Can you... Uh, you kind of briefed me on it a little bit, but I don't know the whole story. What what kind of what got you into Star Wars? Uh, well, growing up, my dad was always big into Star Wars, uh, and I, I didn't see him too much. He lived a few states away, so I only saw him like every other year or so. But uh, anytime I was with him, he, he he had a Star Wars action figures all over his wall, and uh, the first movie I remember him taking me to see was Episode One: The Phantom Menace. So like. I was sold from that. So you, you didn't start with the original trilogy. I did not. I started with the uh, prequels. I feel like a lot of people in my age group and maybe a little bit younger started with the prequels and then they got into the original trilogy. And I think, I think that's the wrong way to watch it, but sometimes you don't have a choice on how you're, you're brought up. I, my dad took me and my dad's by no means a, a nerd at all. Like he's just not that guy. But when they re-released, um, it was fuck. I think Philly like was like late nineties before Phantom Menace came out. Yeah. So my, my dad took me to the theater for those and I saw all of those and I was fucking hooked from that point. And then, uh, what Phantom Menace came out in 99, right? Maybe 2001. Yes. Okay. No, it was 99. 2001 was the attack of the clones. Okay. So, and then the, the, the new trilogy came out and I, I'm definitely one of those guys when the new trilogy and granted, I wasn't that old when I was like a teenager, when those came out, I was like, (laughs) ah, these are not actually remember having a VHS of attack of the clones. And I I did too. I kept it with my VHS of the first porno I ever bought too. (laughs) That's a different story for a different day. (laughs) Uh, uh, It was so gross. But anyway, (laughs) <laughs> fucking vhs porn how terrible oh to be 18 but anyway so i, w- I won't know anything about that allegedly so <laughs> i was not I, i'm a more of the original trilogy kind of guy but i do appreciate the prequels a lot more now that they've they've really grown on me and that the cartoons associated have really grown on me i do not like the sequels the the newer ones uh, i just do not like them i i would agree i i'm gonna say this when the force awakens came out the first one i did really like it but then when i saw the last jedi i was like what are what are they doing no and then i i went to see the rise of skywalker and it was better than 
the last Jedi, but that's that's not saying a whole lot. No, it's not. So now, I, I want to jump back really. So quick in my there. mind, they don't exist. Yeah, they don't. They're they're not even canon at this point. I wanted to jump back and I ask mean, they're pretty you. Irrelevant. Yeah, I I wanted to jump back and ask you. So somebody that started with the the prequels and then watched the original trilogy later, what's your favorite set? Well, uh, when I say I watched the prequels first, I watched episode one first. Um, but I did watch the prequels. Bef- I mean, I did watch the originals before two and three came out. Okay. That being said, I I'm still a prequel guy. Um, I just think the, I, I mean, I'm an Obi Wan fan, so him getting all the screen time and then the lightsaber duels and the prequels are unmatched. Yeah, the lightsaber. I I think you're probably onto something with the lightsaber duels being better in the prequels. I I I mean the 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 bigger action sequences though you know the the x-wings and the y-wings i i just way but i felt like the space fights in the prequels were not good at all oh you're so you're telling me you did not enjoy the first part of revenge of the sith with obi-wan and anakin flying through i hated it i hated it dude i hated it i'm gonna follow your page now dude the the robots getting onto the ship i just i don't know it just didn't do it for me man i i thought it was stupid i mean i mean it's, everybody can have their own opinion if wrong or not no, I, I <laughs> it was stupid i now there's a whole generation <laughs> of kids that grew up with the clone war cartoons and then they got into everything else which i think has got to be like a really weird way to get into star wars uh i mean you have a major character that you know being ahsoka tano that never never showed up in the movies and and not until like, you know, actual screen time until recently with the TV shows. That that is an odd thing to think about. Like, it'd be weird to watch. Say, if the roles were reversed, and me being such a big Obi One fan, it'd be weird if I watched the Clone Wars, and then watched the movies, and he's not in it. That would throw me off. Yeah, I mean, Ahsoka definitely. I remember seeing the toys when the cartoons were originally out, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And then I, hmm. I actually didn't watch the cartoons until. I think within this year, I, I, I really ran them through. I watched Rebels and I watched Clone Wars and I watched a Bad Batch all within like the last year or so. And they're all really fucking good. The uh, there's a sequel TV show that like the Rise of the Resistance or something. I got to two episodes. and I'm like, this is stupid. I couldn't keep watching it. I mean, if it's part of the sequels, I'm not I'm not touching it. The most the worst thing out of all of this is the treatment of Luke Skywalker. Uh, Agreed. What the fuck? Like, what the fuck? What were they thinking when they made that movie? I, I, he, I don't. Even know. Mark Hamill said was like, even Mark Hamill was like, yeah, I don't, I don't agree with that. Yeah, it, <laughs> it makes no sense. Now, I, I wanted to have this brief conversation about Star Wars, so we we both could kind of feel each other out and see where we are at as far as Star Wars goes, and then we'll get into some of the unpopular opinions that are in it in, on Instagram, but. Let me ask you this: Out of all the nine movies, well, actually, we—I think we need do need to include um, the uh, the Han Solo Wait, movie and you, Rogue One was so good. Rogue One is maybe one of the best Star Wars movies ever. Rogue, I think Rogue One was really good. Um, Solo was okay, but I, yeah, I could I could take it or leave it. Why is Lando trying to fuck a robot? What the fuck was that? Yeah. What the yeah, fuck was I, that? that? I was mean, so I couldn't, weird. I couldn't, was- I couldn't watch the rest of the movie like it. I mean, I watched the rest of the movie, but I was just like, why is, why is Lando onto the robot? Like, what the fuck is this? The best thing about Solo was Darth Maul's cameo at the end. And spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, you should have seen it by now. 
Yeah, I, I think we're we're way past that. Yeah, the the chick from Game of Thrones was really good in that movie. I, I thought she did good. Uh, and then it was I'll uh, agree with that. Yeah, and then the the girl that ended up being in the Captain America TV shows, like she's a really good actress. Uh, I'm really impressed by her. I can't think of her name. Redheaded gal. I think she's English. She had like a role at the. I, I haven't watched a whole lot of the Marvel TV shows. Um, me and my wife are more DC fans, and while I can appreciate Marvel, she doesn't, so we don't watch those. I, I got to be honest, man. I, I just I don't do DC at all. I watched Aquaman, and that's probably the only DC thing I've seen in years. I, the like the old, you know, the Michael Keaton Batman. I really liked, you know, the Val Kilmer Batman, all that good shit. Everything since then. Uh, I mean, the the Batman TV show when we were kids, legit for sure. But I, I, gonna, I, don't, I can't. I was gonna say, did you? I was, I was gonna make sure you at least watched the Batman animated series because that was that was good. Oh yeah, yeah. The, that every kid watched that after school. I think in the mid nineties for sure. Oh yeah. I mean, I was more of a Dragon Ball Z kid, but I still appreciated it. You're a weeb. Uh, n- not anymore. Former recovering weeb. A recovering weeb. Yeah, that's good. Me, actually, me and my good buddy, uh, I mentioned him before, is a detective on the that I used to work with. We were having a conversation. I told him he needs to watch the Clone War cartoons. He's telling me that he's a big Lord of the Rings guy, and he's like, "Dude, Lord of the Rings is better than Star Wars." I'm like, "Go fuck yourself." And so we, we have this conversation all the time. I haven't, I gotta be honest, I haven't watched Lord of the Rings. I just, I haven't had 20 hours to watch a, a movie yet. I'll get to it at some point. I'm sure I'll like it. I'm a, I'm a geek, man. I'm sure I'll like it. I just, for whatever reason, it hasn't happened yet. But anyway. I, I tried watching, I tried watching Lord of the Rings as a kid and like, I lost my interest in like 20 minutes. Interesting. I wonder if it's on any of the streaming services I have. I, I should check again. I think it's on Netflix, but like all the Lord of the Rings, like fanboys are like, it's the theater edition. You got to watch the extended director's cut or you're not a real fan. Yeah, great. Well, but anyway, so <laughs> yeah. we had this conversation about, I was like, dude, have you seen the Clone War cartoons? He's like, no, I'm like, no, they're really good. And he's like, you need to watch Dragon Ball Z. And I'm like, absolutely not. Absolutely fucking not. Maybe I'm, I'm off base for that, but no, absolutely fucking not. There's all these weebs are fucking crying right now. I can, I can, I felt a disturbance in the forest. Well, I'll admit, like, yeah, I, I'll watch it for the nostalgia, nostalgia. But like, if you weren't into it as a kid, you're probably not going to be into it now. Yeah, I'll say I, that much. I, I just, I cannot see myself being into that at, at all. All right, so you ready to fight over some unpopular Star Wars opinions? I mean, we may, we may agree with some stuff, but here we go. That is a good possibility. Oh, uh, this is wrong. This is fucking wrong. This and I, I think this guy know, he knows me. He's trying to me. This is uh this is our friend Tobias that's been on the podcast a couple of times. He said that aside okay. from the end and sex slave Leia, Return of the Jedi sucked ass. Hold on you a second. He, Are you serious? He's your friend. Can I tell him to eat a bag of dicks, even if he's your friend? Yeah, Tobias, go eat a bag of dicks. Uh hey, by the way, you want to go see the ghost concert next time they come? But anyway. Leia sex slave. I mean, obviously, like every guy that's ever seen that. Holy shit. But that movie did not suck ass. I think it's the second best Star Wars movie. We actually I never had you answer what's your favorite one. What's your favorite Star Wars movie? Uh, it's Revenge of the Sith. Uh, I told you I'm a prequel guy. So, like, I don't know why you're surprised. It's up, it's up there. I mean, like, it's a it's a better one. I, I got to go with Empire, I think. But there's yeah. there's. Elements you know, of Empire. You I want don't. my, you want my unpopular uh, opinion for Let's Star Wars? It. Let's hear it. Of the original, of the original trilogy, Empire is my least favorite. What the fuck's wrong with you? 
the fuck is wrong? I, maybe it's the darker. I, I don't know. Like, I just I always liked A New Hope and Return better. Maybe it's because of the happy endings. I don't know. Uh, I love happy endings too, pal. I <laughs> I think that A New Hope gets a like everybody forgets about A New Hope and how good A New Hope is. Everybody forgets about that. A New Hope is really good. It's hard to rank them because they're all they all have elements of greatness. I there's nothing in A New Hope that I can point to and say this sucks. Everything about that movie is good. So maybe maybe that it should be my that favorite. Obi-Wan one died. Except for what? It sucks that Obi Wan died. Yeah, there's some <laughs> continuality issues really. with that too because Alec Guinness was so old, and then you know Obi Wan at the end of Revenge of the Sith, he. I mean that he didn't get that old in 19 years. You know what I'm saying? And I'm so afraid that George I mean, living Lucas. Living in the desert sun, you might. Well, hold on a second. Yeah, I live in the sand. The fucking sand. I hate it. It gets everywhere. But George, <laughs> George Lucas. If he man, if he still had Star Wars, I feel like he would have taken Alex Guinness in and re-released it with um, what's his fuck in face? God, why can't I think? Uh, Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor. Yeah. I, he would have he would have done it already we know he would have done it but but without <laughs> that said i mean i don't know i i think that it's a really good movie but let's let's get back to the question at hand because tobias is a stupid piece of shit uh jedi was a great movie there's a couple things about jedi that were really stupid really the the worst part of it was the ewoks the ewoks kind of ruined that movie it, i mean the well, battle the as, battle as with kid, the ewoks, so Okay, the battle as the battle with the Ewoks at the end was kind of like it, it was almost too comical. I mean, it was kind of fun the first time you watch it, and you're like, hold on a second, hold on a second. You know, these fucking walkers, you need you need blasters to get through, but they're gonna hit them with a fucking log and they're gonna break. That's not come on. That's not real. I mean, that's that's that's, that's fair. That's fair. But the worst part but, by uh, far about Jedi is the dancing at the end. I it it just ruins the whole thing for me. Uh, it doesn't ruin it for me. Um, I mean, they're celebrating killing the emperor and blowing up the second Death Star, so that makes sense that they'd be celebrating and you know dancing is what people celebrate. But it just seemed like cringy, though. I I don't know. It I get there should be like a celebration, and I don't know what I expected, but whatever was on the screen did not work for me. <laughs> it felt like a little. I'm, too I'm good. Disco. I'm good with it. Ah. I'm good with it, but I mean. It is what it is at the end of the day. It doesn't ruin the whole movie. No, it doesn't ruin the whole movie, but it's, I don't know. I, I just, there's this big moment, all this cool shit happens, and then it's a dance party. And I, I it just, it's a weird, <laughs> a weird thing. I just never was okay with it. I guess we, we should move on because we got a lot of these. The oh, next yeah, unpopular it. opinion is Ray is not a Skywalker. Those who believe it are wrong. Fuck you, Disney, but the Mando's cool. That that encompasses a lot of stuff. What what do you think about Ray being a Skywalker? Yes or no? Uh, that was that was a dumb move. Uh, they should if they wanted to save the sequel trilogy, they should have made her a Kenobi. But you know, that's, who am I to say anything? There was some really cool action and cool shit in the last one, but it was so unbelievably lazy to bring back Palpatine. It, or, just, it doesn't make sense, yeah. and it was just so fucking I, lazy. I won't say it was lazy to bring him back. I will say the way they introduced him back was lazy. Like if they had had like an actual explanation or like something on screen where he fucking like was resurrected or something, that would be fine. 
but just in the opening sequel crawl, not sequel crawl, uh, sequence crawl, that somehow Palpatine returned. Get fucked. Yeah, I, I mean, even uh, what's his face? He's a really good actor. The guy that's going to be in Moon Knight, well, Oscar oh. Isaac. Um, you know, even him, like you could tell when he's reading the line. Oh no, Palpatine is back. <laughs> Somehow Palpatine's back. Like he's like, what? We're not, we're not keeping this in, right? Like this is stupid. <laughs> I, it's, I don't know, man. Like I said, there was some cool shit about that, but I, the thing I think that Star Wars really fucks up is they they change people's powers too much. Where I don't think you can move past what was in the original trilogy, right? And then all of a sudden people are doing all this crazy shit in all the rest of the movies that doesn't really line up with what other people could do. Now all these people have these crazy, I mean, the the whole thing about using the force to bring down that, it was a cool sequence where they, she thought she killed Chewie, the force lightning to take down the jet or not the jet, the spaceship that no, yeah, no, come on. Like we're, and I get that Star Wars fans are the most fucking toxic people on earth. I totally get that. And I, I make fun of it, but I'm one of those guys too. I mean, look at what we're doing, but I, I don't know. The Ray Skywalker turning into a Skywalker thing. I don't actually have a big problem with that. Well, I just think it was, they shouldn't have made her a nobody. If you ask me, it should have been like, she should have had like lineage that wasn't Palpatine. And that's why Palpatine went like, she should have had like a Jedi lineage and they, you know, either were like, we're still on the run from, 66 and they they were killed by vader or something while while they were away getting supplies or something the her being a her being palpatine's daughter and then her or, i'm sorry granddaughter and her parents just abandoning her to protect that that's just lazy writing if you ask me yeah i mean a lot of it was lazy i i read something somewhere where they didn't actually know where the story was going like the first movie was such a hit and then when it came to the second one, and I, I think, I think a wrench got thrown into all those movies when Leia or Leia, when um, uh, well I mean she's pretty much Leia when Carrie Fisher died. I, I think it threw a wrench in at least what they were going to do in the last movie. I I just don't know what, where they were going with any of it. And the, this is probably going to come up, but the the Rise of Skywalker by far and away is the worst Star Wars movie, or not the Rise of Skywalker, um, the uh, the last. Last Jedi. I, there's like it yeah. doesn't make sense. It that movie sucks so. You can say what you want about like the uh, the the sequences and the prequel trilogy, but like them looking somewhat choreographed makes sense considering their skill level. There is no excuse for the courtroom scene being clearly as choreographed and sloppy as it was. Which scene are you talking about? The throne room scene where uh, Ray and Kylo uh, were like I fighting the guards. Cool. I thought that was cool. Yeah, but. But there's a lot of things if you actually like watch it, like they like there's plenty of times when like the one of the guys has like a clear shot to kill Ray and then just don't. I was I can't remember what it was, but there was like one like instant like she was like she was blocking something and then like this guy came up and then like waited for her to move her saber and then he just hit the saber instead of hitting her while she was blocked. I guess I'll have to rewatch it. I the things I liked about that movie, I liked Yoda's scene. Um, that actually, it made some sense. That that, it, that that one wasn't bad. Yeah, the uh, I thought the fight. I thought when uh, Luke used the Force to show up to the fight was really fucking cool. But again, that was way beyond the abilities of anybody else we've ever fucking seen before. And then they just killed him off. Be- 
the at the end like oh he used so much energy he's dead like what the fuck yeah that was that was lame as shit like he should have actually showed up there and done everything that he just showed and then like if they're gonna kill him off like kill him off in like a better way yeah i again just super like i think they knew that he had to be dead for the third movie so we could kind of take on that obi-wan role but I don't think they knew how they were going to get there. It it was just so bad. It, it's I wish the, those movies didn't exist. To be honest with you, agreed. Also, like it, it, if you pay attention, it kind of gave away that he wasn't there or he was using an illusion or something when he was facing down Kylo because he was using Anakin's saber that had been destroyed earlier in the movie. Well, I mean, you know, it, nothing makes sense anymore in these fucking movies. But yeah, and the, the other thing too, uh, like the saber, how the fuck the you know the hand fucking fell and. What's her face got the saber? I, I mean, that was never explained to. You. And they were, yeah, they were supposed to explain it, but like, I think it was J.J. Abrams didn't know how to explain it, and then whoever took over for J.J. Ryan Johnson, he didn't know how to explain it, so he just passed it on to like the next movie, and then J.J. was like, oh, I figured, you know, he'd explain the last movie, and they just moved past it. Disney's really been hit and miss with the Star Wars stuff because Rebels was a Disney thing, right? And I thought Rebels was good, the cartoon. Yeah. Yes, um, Rebels was a Disney thing. I haven't finished Rebels, but from what I've seen, it was good, especially the uh, Twin Sons episode. Yeah, Rebel Rebels is is really 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 good. Um, I I liked it. The animation is a little weird to get used to, but so is so is the Clone Wars too. But I I think it fits in really well. And I know some of the last season of Clone Wars I think was Disney, and that was really good. The Bad Batch is Disney. That yeah, was the, really good. The Mando is. That's, Disney. That's, that's, Still need to watch uh, Bad Batch. And yeah, Mandalorian is really good. Yeah, and then Boba Fett is really hit and miss. I, I think they just, I don't know, they should have called it something else because it, it didn't really focus on Boba as much as it should have. And there was all these different things. And I enjoyed the series as is. I know a lot of people like had some gripes about it. I didn't have a big problem with it. I thought it was fine. It was fun. It explains a time period that's going to basically jump into Mandalorian season three, I believe, explain how some of the stuff happened. But it, it definitely wasn't, you know, I, I wish I would have known more. And, and people got weird about Boba being with the sand people. I, I thought that was kind of interesting. I don't know why people got so weird about that. But so like, I, I thoroughly enjoyed uh, Book of Boba Fett. Um, I look forward to it every week. Um, I don't really agree that it was a bad show. I thought it was a really good show. Um, I, I agree with you. I think the uh, the sand people thing was super interesting. Um, it's kind of neat to see some of their culture versus just you know kidnapping, murdering, and shooting at pod racers. And uh, Anakin's mom, of course. The women and the children but too. The, we referenced that earlier in our messages. Yeah, we did. We sure did. They were uh, they were animals, and he slaughtered them like animals. He absolutely did. Unpopular opinion. <laughs> Episode three is the best movie. You think you already think it is. I, uh, I don't hundred percent agree. It's the best prequel movie. I uh prequel. I I I wouldn't say it's the best, but I, I do enjoy it. I mean I that's I I think Attack of the Clones is not very good. Um I, I think Attack of the Clones has its elements where it's good, but uh, overall I'd say it's the weakest of the prequels. Yeah, it's close with some stuff again, some stuff in Phantom Menace was really cool. But there was just there was definitely some swings and a miss. But we'll get more into that because I don't want to go too far in the left field because we've definitely been hitting it really in the left field. And we we gotta we gotta answer these people's questions. Um, we've hey, yeah, you're right, you're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, fuck fuck us. Let's talk about them. 
let's see. Uh, this guy has a good friend of the podcast, Ben. Thoughts of Patrol Officer. Take the Ewoks out of Return of the Jedi, and it's the best movie in the series. I, I'm, I'm with him on that. Fucking Ewoks. Stupid piece I, of shit. I never had a problem with the Ewoks, so I can't, I can't say anything. The three most re- recent movies should be thrown out. Absolutely. Absolutely. 100% agree. No argument there. Let's see. We got, I like the prequels better than the new releases. Yeah, I think I think we've established it here. I think, uh, uh, yeah, pretty pretty much hundred percent agree on that as well. I, I think there's gonna be some debate about the OG trilogy and the uh, the sequel or the prequels. I, I think depending on when you grew up, I think it depends on what you think is better. I, I agree with that. Um, and also, it probably has an it has a factor on how you're introduced to them as well. Yeah, absolutely. This is good. I think we can have a good discussion on this. The unpopular opinion is that Anakin was a crybaby, and I don't know what Padme saw in him. Completely agree. Completely agree. I, I wouldn't say that he's a crybaby, considering, I mean, like, I, he, he was taken at age nine and basically told not to, not to worry about what his emotions told him to do when that's all he grew up, you know, really having as a slave was, you know, his feelings towards his, you know, to a situation, to his mother, to, to everything. Uh, so I wouldn't say he was a crybaby. I'd say he was pretty well-developed for how he was. And oh, if, yeah, he was pretty well-developed, except he, he slaughtered a bunch of younglings. Other than that, pretty well-developed. <laughs> no big deal. You know what? In his defense... In his defense, he, how are you going to defend slaughtering younglings? Um. I, yeah, I really can't. Order 66 makes me upset every time. <laughs> okay, let's be real. Like, all of us, all of us kind of chuckle when, uh, you know, when the little kid's like, Master Skywalker, what are we going to do? And then you see the blade light up. <laughs> well, I was like 10 or 11 when that came out. So I was like really upset. I was like, no, Anakin, I trusted you. <laughs> yeah, the first time you watch it, and then especially, you know, later when Obi-Wan watches, watches the videos it's, it's that's, like, that's heartbreaking but now now that you know you know it's coming it, it's it's kind of funny sorry younglings i, I wouldn't say it, for me i never really found the humor but uh i wouldn't say it's it's funny for me but like it that scene isn't as emotionally emotionally damaging as uh seeing all the other jedis get gunned down by the clones they trusted yeah that that that's that never feels good i I don't like that, and I—I I mean, obviously, when uh, you know Obi Wan has a high ground, and you know, we were brothers. You know that—that that always. That—that uh, uh, and a goofy movie make me cry every time. Oh, uh, I don't even want to talk about the goofy movie, man. I haven't seen it in so long, but I know it's going to make me cry, so I don't want to talk about it. Um, <laughs> but if you don't count Disney as you know, as you don't count Star Wars as Disney, I'd say it's my favorite Disney movie. Um, boy, that for me. That's a interesting. I wouldn't say it's my favorite. I I know it's a really good movie. I, gosh, what is my favorite Disney movie? I don't know. <laughs> I would have to think about track. that. I mean, I got to be honest. Uh, I would honestly go with like Endgame, Avengers Endgame, to be honest with you. Which well, is I'm, like count, a, I'm not counting really superhero st- movies as like okay Disney yeah, so, movies. I'm not like Disney, like Disney. Disney like Disney. Oh boy, I maybe Jungle Book for me. Uh, it's been a while. But it, I that's a decent that was, choice. That was a good movie. I like that movie when I was a little kid. I remember that. Uh, that's a good question. Let me, I'm gonna have to think about that. 
let's see back to star wars I don't know if any of us can really answer this, but Galaxy's Edge, Star Wars Land, and Disneyland um, is not that good. I, I'm a cop. I, I don't make enough money to go to that. Yeah, we actually, my last guest, which you haven't, probably haven't listened to the episode yet, uh, he we talked about that a little bit. So, um, let's see what we got here. I hear that little baby. How's your baby? Yeah, he's he's fussing, but uh, he will be eight months and uh, like next week. Do you have any other kids? Uh, uh my wife's pregnant. Oh, you you about have Irish twins there, man. Um, no, not not quite, not quite close. I I will tell you right now, man, and it's one of the most boomer things that you'll hear, and I'm sure you've heard it a million times. And I'm going to tell you it again. They grow up way faster than you can even imagine. So take advantage of every moment, dude. Oh yeah, no, I, I love spending time with him when I'm off, but I also you know work so much to make sure he's provided for it's a delicate balance isn't it yeah well see my thought process is while he's like super young it'd be better for me to work all i can to where he you know the ages where he's not really going to remember so much that way like when he grows gets gets a little bit older i can take less shifts at my other job and then spend more time with him and you know he has those memories yeah just stick to it though man because i i know that was kind of my thought process and then you know bills and life and you know i've I've said it i i know I, I'm not trying to make it about me, but it just just spreading some. Oh no, you're good. Some fatherly advice here is, uh, you know, I know when I when I stopped doing the job and I was home more, I was like, "Fuck, man!" Like I didn't really know my kids as much as I should have. But that's, I mean, that's the fucking world, dude. Everybody has to work, and uh, yeah, it just does what it is. Mm-hmm. It's- my 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 wife was was telling me that he uh he's he started crawling a little bit, so like I haven't really seen him crawl, but like. That it's kind of it's kind of weird that you know he's crawling and I haven't even seen it. Yeah, dude, you uh you miss those moments. It sucks, man. It and that's I guess that would be the other thing is you know you got to do what you got to do, but I that shit yeah you, know, you hate missing that shit and it, it happened to me, dude. I, I'm right there with you. So, but then you also can't time their crawl. I mean, what are you gonna do? Stay home, you know, for a, a week straight <laughs> to time those so that it, yeah, it's it, life life kind of sucks sometimes. Um. All right, let's get back to Star Wars instead of fatherly, poorly made yeah, it. advice. Disney ruined the story with the new trilogy. They especially ruined Luke's character. I think I'm going to dive deeper into that because we've kind of hit that. I think the new trilogy kind of ruined Star Wars, to be honest with you, because they did a bunch of shit that they can't even explain. And I think it's going to be harder going forward to make shit canon to work with all these new with the new, the, the movies. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to say I don't know what he's talking about because as, as far as I'm concerned, there's only six Star Wars uh, main continuity movies. You know what? Let's let's just make that a thing. And no, there's there's eight. You got to count Solo and you got to count Rogue One, which I, I said main I said main continuity. Uh, OK, I got gotcha. you. I'm curious if they're going to because they were I felt like they were going to keep doing the Star Wars movies. I thought we were going to get like a yearly Star Wars movie, but I think it's going to end up. Being I think more the reception was so thing. bad. Well, they signed that dude to a long-term contract. I think they were thinking they were going to be able to make a whole trilogy of solo movies, and then that that movie fucking tanked, and then that was the end of it. I think if if uh, the new trilogy movies hadn't been as bad as they were, Solo would have done better, and you know we and I would have preferred Solo to do better than the new trilogy movies because I'd have watched that rather than you know what we got. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so this this came up twice, and it's kind of weird. The the question the uh, opinions are very very similar but 
they're almost worded similar. I know it's not the same two people. They so their unpopular opinion is they legit think Jedi have always been the bad guys and they're always poking shit into what they don't need to. I disagree. What do you think? I hundred hundred percent disagree. Um, I'm not going to say the Jedi were always right, but they always did what they thought was right. They never sided with who was clearly the bad guy, at least not to them. Um, yeah. Based on the made, facts that they got. Luke made a good point about, and they actually touched on some of that in the last season of Clone Wars, which I know you haven't seen, but Luke made a good point about like, well, hold on. All this shit happened right under your fucking noses, which I agree that it did. And they should have sensed it, but I just, I don't think you can paint the Jedi as a bad guy. Cause if you're saying the Jedi are the bad guy, then are you fucking saying the Sith are the good? All right. You know, to me, it's not like a thing where you can make you can make an argument for Thanos, right? Like everybody likes to say Thanos was right. But let's be real. Thanos was not right. But yeah, Thanos was an asshole. Thanos was an asshole. But, you know, sometimes you're like, oh, man, he, he was right. You know, but with the Sith, is there the fucking Sith, man? I mean, they're like. They're, they're very uh, I don't want to use the word Hitler. It's part of their creed. You know, so those are obviously the bad guys. I think you could say the Jedi aren't perfect and they're not. The Jedi clearly were not perfect. And they did fuck some shit but also up. If they were, but if they were perfect, it would be kind of a boring movie. Exactly. Exactly. This is why you're wrong. And this is one of my good friends that said this. Um, <laughs> but she's actually been on the podcast before. Uh, Ahsoka Tano has this opinion, which oh, maybe yeah, she has her. this because she's Ahsoka. And Ahsoka. Ahsoka had kind of a falling out with the Jedi. So, I mean, that, that could be it. That could be it. I And Ahsoka was right. She was absolutely fucking right about why she left. I, there, there. I have no issue with that. But to, to say that the Jedi have low key always been the bad guy, I, I disagree. I, I think they were. I, I, I said you're, you're gonna play Knights of the Old Republic and tell me that Malak was the good guy. I've actually never played Knights of the Republic, so I, I do oh, not I, know. You need I to don't play know, that. I don't have. I have a fucking N64, dude. What am I supposed to do? Uh, you can put you can buy it on uh, the mobile store. Oh really? Right, let me check into that. Yeah, but, they ported they ported both. It's like ten bucks. Okay. Well, I I know the the Knights of the Old Republic games are supposed to be pretty cool, and I'd like to see. I want to see a tree uh, a tree cool. I'd like to see a trilogy of the old like the Knights of the Old Republic. Like I want to see when Yoda was a baby. Like I want to see what was going on then. That was uh, actually before Yoda was around. Knights of the Old Republic takes place 4,000 years before before the prequel trilogy. All right. Well, then, fuck it. There you go. So you have you have I want to see some movies based on that time period. And then depending on what happens in those movies, if Disney doesn't royally fuck it, then I then maybe I could say, OK, the Jedi have always been the bad guy. But I I can't go there, man. I I think the Jedi were, were the good. I think here this is a weird analogy. And I've been thinking about this all day. And I haven't quite finished my thought process on this, but it's the way I look. Maybe there's similarities between the Jedi and cops. I I know you're going to hate this. I know you're going to hate this, but there was a guy on TikTok, but he wasn't like a TikTok cop. He was just saying like the, uh, a lot of some of the things were going on when the defund movement was going around, like discrediting the peacekeepers, you know, Jedi cops, you know, and then turning the public against us and, you know, turning the public against them. Uh, I don't know. It was just interesting that, you know, the, uh, how they went like that. Well, and, and there's, and it was actually a police one thing, and we all know how I feel about police one, but 
there was a writer on there and I should really find this article and maybe try and get him on the podcast about, you know, maybe, you know, instead of this warrior mindset, maybe we didn't take into this Jedi mindset thing for law enforcement, which I thought definitely had some, some pros to it. But the other thing too, is I, I think, you know, as far as the Jedi cop thing goes, I mean, look at, you know, where cops are now in this society and, you know, you had these bad things maybe happening in the background that maybe we didn't sense, or maybe we didn't speak up and say, Hey, to leadership long ago, Hey, like what the fuck or things that it will just, I'm just going to blame law enforcement leadership. And a lot of the shortcomings of everything going on right now is, is poor leadership, but on that end of everything, they kind of fuck some stuff and they didn't take care of things the way they were supposed to look at, you know, the same time of the clone wars you know, they got kind of comfortable in what was going on and, and they, and, and then bad shit ended up happening. I, I don't know. I, I, I haven't worked through this whole uh, hypothesis. That's a big word for me, but maybe there's something to that. <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, well, my question is though, uh, less serious note, if we're the Jedi, who are the clones? Does that, does that mean the dispatchers are ready to execute order 66? Uh, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Oh. Or, or maybe some of the cops are clones. I, I don't know. I mean, they could be, right? <laughs> they fucking fucking rats, man. Execute. Which, by the way, this really should have been episode 66. I, that was a, a failure on my part. I, I made episode 66 uh, and I uh, uploaded it and I was like, I did not make one fucking reference to it. I, I did in the, uh, you know, in the little writing part of it, but I, I didn't actually say anything. I was like, what the fuck? So, does, I mean, you know, it, it, it's a shame because like, uh, I I didn't I messaged you at least three times before you finally said you can be on the podcast. But saying I wanted to be on there, so you could have easily you know scheduled me for for sixty six. You know, you and a million other people, pal. <laughs> Another opinion by Ahsoka is that her uh, Leku was too short in Amando. It was, but I think they couldn't. She couldn't move with it being super long was the problem. Which I I feel like they could have computer generated that. It's fucking twenty twenty. I mean, didn't they have some scenes like deleted with Shock T like that in episode three? Uh, I don't know, but yeah, that was that was some laziness, I think, on their part. They're like, yeah, but, it's but too also, long. Yeah, that it also that, could have been the budget though, because like episode three definitely had a bigger budget than episodes of The Mandalorian. Yeah, that's for sure. By the way, I love Rosaria Dawson. She's beautiful. Let's see the book of Boba Fett. Boba Fett. The book of Boba Fett was garbage, and the Mando was the only thing that saved it. I, the let's be real, the yeah, Mando that, that episode. Guy, that guy can get fucked. No, uh, that's Ahsoka. Don't talk to Ahsoka like that. She might be wrong, but you can't oh, talk okay. to Ahsoka like that. Okay, right? I, I didn't realize. I didn't. I didn't realize that was still Ahsoka. I thought. Yeah, I thought just the the tail things were her. So I'm no. sorry. Don't get fucked, but you're wrong. The uh, the book of Boba Fett was uh, garbage, and Mando was the only thing that saved it. I. I got to be real. The the Mando episodes of the book were fucking fantastic, man. Like that that whole episode that was dedicated to the Mando was fucking fantastic. And there was so much geeky shit in there. It was like it had me tingling inside. I'm not going to disagree with that. They were fantastic. But I also really loved the episodes of you know, more Boba Fett than anything, too. So next unpopular opinion we have is Jar Jar was the best character. He's secretly a Sith Lord. Fucking hate Jar Jar. <laughs> I, I don't hate Jar Jar, probably because I was introduced to him at six years old, but I really hate the Sith Lord theory. Like, oh, I think it's going to be a goofy, dumb character. If he ended up being a Sith Lord, I, I would have fucking loved it, man. It would have been like the all time, like greatest fucking twist of all time. 
Did you ever see the, uh, I didn't read the comic. I do read comics. That's another passion of mine, except not right now for personal reasons. But did you ever see the comic where like they troll people into making it look like he was the Sith Lord and then immediately like showed he was just a goofy ass fool? No, I mean, I've seen a lot of stuff on YouTube and, you know, over the years where people brought up these points of how he could be a Sith Lord. I mean, everything fell into play because he was the one that, you know, granted uh, Palpatine the emergency powers that never went away. So uh, there is an argument. <laughs> there is an argument, but uh, the comic I'm talking about, I think it's Rex. I think uh, the 501st without Anakin, I think Anakin was way on something else. So they sent another Jedi uh, was tasked with like protecting Jar Jar. Cause you know, he's a delegate or whatever. Yeah. Um, and uh, the Jedi that was replacing Anakin for the time being just got got because you know if you replace Anakin you're gonna get got got. Uh, I'm sorry, you're gonna get got. Yeah, that's real. Uh, and and like Rex was surrounded by like battle droids, and then Jar Jar just takes him out with a lightsaber, and then he's standing there for a second. He looks all menacing, and then as soon as Rex, as soon as he gets into frame into frame is it in the frame on the comic uh as soon as he gets into frame or whatever you want to call it he's like i almost cut my head up with that thing and Rex just snatches it from him yeah i i think he should be a sis lord I, I, that would have been way better I, I i i'm just happy with him being a goofy goofy dumb character all right this one's gonna irk some people i think unpopular opinion alderaan got what they deserve that's not cool bro what alderaan do wrong what they fucking do wrong man yeah, I mean, like, they didn't have any weapons, but, like, even if they did, like, they're not going to defend against the Death Star. They didn't do nothing wrong. Plus, you know, I really like Bail Organa. Yeah, he was a cool character, man. He was he was great on NYPD Blue. All right, next unpopular opinion, that the pod racing was actually pretty oh. cool. I think it was stupid. Is that is that an unpopular opinion? I thought a lot of people loved the pod races. They had a whole video game. It's stupid. The pod racing was so stupid. I hated it. It was so boring. I didn't like it at all. It might... I wouldn't say it's boring. It might not have been really relevant to the plot, but I mean, I thought it was a nice action sequence. Also, did you know in episode two, there was like Nintendo 64 footage in the bar where Anakin and Obi-Wan chase that assassin in? No, that's one of the great scenes in there, though, is uh, I don't, don't yeah, want to uh, tell you this. I'm going to go home and rethink. I'd say the pod, <laughs> the, the pod racing on the TV in the background is actually from the uh, 64 pod racing game. Oh, that's fucking funny. No, I, uh, I, I played the Rogue Squadron, and uh, I think there's like a Shadows of the Empire game, which was pretty fun on 64. But I, I, I I'm not in pod racing. Never, but. <laughs> I never made it past the first level on uh, Rogue Squad. Squad. No, I never made it past the second episode on Rogue Squadron. That game is tough. That game is a is kind of tough. I mean, I, I don't think I've actually beaten the last level yet. I think I put in codes. To I, beat I've it, never, but I don't think I've actually beat it. <laughs> I haven't beat the second level, so I mean, you got me beat. There you go. The unpopular opinion. I think he's actually right. The prequels didn't deserve the hate they got up until Episode Seven came out. It was complete bullshit, dude. People fucking hated the prequels for a long time, and I was one of them. And then it's like one of those things. Like once, it, like I, I wasn't a big fan of the the, the newer Caprice, you know, that I had. And then once, once I got, you know, the Explorer. You know, because to me it was like, all right, the in my the cars. I mean, this is a weird analogy, but the Crown Vic is the original trilogy, right? And then we got these Caprices, which were fast, <laughs> but I didn't really like them. I like the original trilogy, and then then we got the Explorer, which is the sequels, and then I really missed my Caprice. 
that's kind of the way I look at it. Well, uh, I, I, I've defended the prequels for as long as I can. Um, I've always been a fan. So I, I would say he's correct. They never deserved the hate that they got. Yeah, I think that's about all I could say. Like I'm, I'm, I'm with him, with him, 100. percent Yeah, I think he's. I mean, he's right though. He's, he is seriously right. Uh, there's a lot of sequel hate. Jar Jar Binks. This is I'd a prequel that's... thing. Jar Jar Binks isn't nearly annoying enough to ruin one episode for me. Fuck yeah, he is. He ruined Phantom Menace. He and the pod so racing the, ruined Phantom Menace. You're, you're gonna look at me and tell me you couldn't look past that for the duel of the fate. Okay, the Duel of the Fates was some of the best Star Wars action of and, any of the movies, and the and the score and the score. Oh, it's great! The it's great! It's seriously fucking great. <laughs> However, Jar Jar Binks. You know, I, I like Jar Jar, so I don't know what the fuck's wrong with you. I don't even know if we can talk anymore. Um. Ooh. All right. Here's. I'm, all right. I'm gonna save that one for last. This, this could be a good debate. <laughs> Luke Skywalker should have died after getting his hand chopped off. Nah, bro. That what happens all the time? That that's ridiculous. Like that's ridiculous. It was a clean cut, man. It was a it was a lightsaber burn, man. It probably sealed Not it right up. Colorized it. No yeah, no. Like I don't know what it's wrong. With <laughs> Hang on. What's wrong, buddy? Sorry, my again, my my kids being choosy. All right, my mom's got him. So not my mom, his mom, my wife. <laughs> I'm not married to my mom. <laughs> I mean, you do live in Mississippi, so I wouldn't be shocked. Not, not that part of Mississippi. <laughs> what do you mean, not that part of Mississippi? It's all Mississippi, man. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you what the the whole rest of the country thinks of you, and it's probably not fair. I'm just oh, throwing it out there. I know what they think of me. I know what they think. It's fine. <laughs> I don't care. I've I grew up with those jokes. <laughs> you know the, why people keep making those jokes though. Is because you guys probably laugh at them too, right? They hate us because they ain't us. That's what it is. Oh no, I was gonna, I was gonna compliment you for having thick skin, but you probably just have <laughs> thick skin from being inbred. So there's that too. <laughs> okay, right. that was. I, I can't even be mad. That was good. <laughs> you know, I was gonna leave out some of the baby crying stuff, but the the whole the whole is it has to stay now for that joke. I'm so proud of myself. I, Poorly made, it's good. Let's see what we got here. I think this is where we're going to end with the Star Wars stuff, and I apologize. I got a shitload of fucking people messaging, so thank you guys, but I, I, I can't get to everybody. This is a, a kind of debate that's been kind of going on the, the whole entire time, but we're, we're going to settle it right now. Prequels were better than the main trilogy. That's wrong. That is completely fucking wrong. I mean, while I like the prequels more, I'm not going to say they were better. Like I, I can, I can agree. The originals are better, even if I, it's not what I like more. Why would you say they're better though? Uh, I mean, the dialogue's a bit better. The story, I'm not going to say there's really plot holes, but like the story's a little bit more cohesive because there's not a 10 year gap between the first and the second one, you know, things like that. You wouldn't have star Wars if it wasn't for the OG trilogy. And let's be honest. You know, up until 1999, so the I think Jedi came out in 83. So you, yeah, you had... yeah, you're right. Okay. So you had, you know, math here, poorly made math. You had 16 years in between movies, which when I say that, I'm like, all right, hold on a second. 2000, the year 2000 was longer than that, which makes me really feel old at this point. But 
you know, the, the Return of the Jedi came out before I was born. Okay, well, let's put it in that perspective. And then, so you had this movie that I knew is like this really old movie, you know, like that's a good Spider-Man reference for you. Oh, you remember that really old movie, Empire Strikes Back? Well, <laughs> got yeah. it. That airport fight scene in the, the Captain America is so fucking good. But so you have these really old movies and then all of a sudden, oh, we're going to make these new ones. And at least for me that had seen the really old movies, I was like, this, what? What is this? I, I think we do have to jump into one more question because I think it's relevant. What is the best order to watch the movies? You go first. Uh, uh, one, two, four, five, three, six. What in the cinnamon toast fuck? Because in one and two, you get introduced to the Jedi and the clones, and you understand what the Clone Wars is. Then in four, uh, four, you get to be introduced to Luke, and you see the aftermath of it. Five, you get the twist that Anakin is Darth Vader, and then three, you can see how it happened, and then six, you get the happy ending. I see what you're saying, but I think you're wrong. I would have to. I if you think, don't, no, go ahead, go ahead. If you don't agree with that, if you don't agree with that, then it's going to be four, five, six, one, two, three. But I like my order. No, I, I see where you're going, and it's it's kind of interesting. And to be honest with you. You know, instead of watching Lord of the Rings, I will probably go back and watch Star Wars in that order just to see what I think. Even though it's kind of hard now that I know it happens, it, you know, you're, but it'd be interesting yeah. to see that perspective. I would I would say that you got to you got to watch the original trilogy and then watch or, and then watch the prequels. And then <laughs> if you choose to watch the sequels, it's on you. But I highly encourage people, Star Wars people, it's all on Disney Plus. I mean, I know a lot of people have Disney Plus, but not everybody does. I'm telling you the rebels TV show and the clone wars cartoon is really, really, really good. I would highly recommend watching them. It, and it honestly, it adds more to the stories too. And I feel like it makes stuff make better sense than the sequel movies did. Oh yeah, for sure. Seeing Obi-Wan and Anakin's like brotherhood makes the episode three, all the more devastating. Yeah. Oh, oh, fuck. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Not having Ahsoka, though, kind of now that I know about Ahsoka, I mean, mean, it makes no sense. Absolutely no sense that she's not in the uh, any of those movies. But what do you do? I mean, I mean, it makes it makes sense because she wasn't introduced till after two and then she was written out before three. So like that much makes sense. But uh, well, you haven't seen the last season, though. I've seen, I've seen, they're talking about season seven. Yeah, the, you said you haven't I've seen, seen season seven. I've seen, no, I said I haven't seen the last of Rebels. Oh, okay. No, season seven, yeah. she would definitely, they, she would have definitely been in that. No, because remember, they go to rescue Palpatine. Oh, uh, yeah. You know what? You're, I will concede the, for the first time on this episode that you were right. Um, You're right. Because, yeah, yeah, you're right. Because Rex wasn't really in the movie. He wasn't in the movies. Cody was in the movies, but Rex wasn't in the movie. Okay, yeah, that that's right. It makes right. Sense. Okay, I I apologize. I was I was clearly wrong on that. Well, I think uh, I think it's time for a return to police stuff very briefly before we wrap things up. Let's do it. If you've listened to every single episode, what's the first question I'm going to ask you here? Uh, it's going to be favorite police car or have I ever pooped my pants. Yeah, you you pick your pick your danger, man. Where do you want to start? All right. Well, you know, I'll disappoint you first, and then I'll I'll entertain you, and I'll go ahead and disappoint you by saying the Charger is my favorite. I'm not gonna rule out the Charger because I've never driven it. Uh, they look fucking cool. 
I've, I've driven an older charger. I haven't driven this newer generation of chargers that it seems like the design's a little more cleaned up. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm a fan. Uh, and like, I don't mind the Crown Vic. They're, they're comfortable, but like, I don't know. I've, I've always been a fan of the charger. Well, you're kind of a new cop. Did you actually ever drive a Crown Vic though? Yes, my first my, my first agency, I, I I only drove a Vic, but every Vic I drove there was a beater. So yeah, beater still works. And okay. our spare unit, and our spare units, if something happens to ours at my current agency, are Vicks. Okay, all right. So I mean, you know, but I I really I, I guess at some point I need to find a way to drive one of these new chargers so I can I can make an informed decision. All right, now you entertain me about shitting your pants, <laughs> young man. Uh, do you want, okay. Uh, there's been a few times. Um, <laughs> do you want the one from, <laughs> do you want the one from Academy? Do you want the one where I almost made it to the toilet or do you want the one where I was at work? Uh, I mean, I think people like hearing about tell- people shitting in pants. So why don't you hit us with all three? I can- I'll tell you which one's the best. Okay. So during Academy, we were doing PT and, uh, and we were doing sprints and I thought I had to fart and I was about to run. So I thought, well, no big deal. And then I felt something liquid come out. So I had to, so I'm sprinting and I'm, <laughs> so I'm sprinting and clutching my cheeks while my Academy instructor is yelling at me to run faster. You can't run faster. But I can't run. Your cheeks. It's, it, you cannot. I couldn't run any faster. I couldn't run it. And I was, I was way too embarrassed to say anything. <laughs> so I just, I just ran as fast as I could with my ass, ass cheeks clenched. Uh, I uh, the, until <laughs> until we went inside to change out of PT gear. I've uh I I've come across that what's his name the Boston Bean Man he has the uh, Be a Man videos, and that I was oh I, I love that guy. Yeah, he's so fucking funny. I I was like literally you know the uh, the deep belly laugh of he had a video that I, I just watched that was uh, trust a fart shit your pants be a man, and I was like man that is like <laughs> that fits perfectly with the theme of this show most of the time. Which oh, is, it really does, doesn't right it? Right there, man. You trusted it, and you shouldn't have trusted it, and it was a bad time for you. Let's go with story <laughs> number two. So, uh, I had, uh, and to make it worse, I, I didn't even have my own place at the time. I was renting a room from a friend of mine. So I, uh, I went to a different town to see a friend of mine, and then uh, as I was coming home, I felt the need. I was like, okay, I can, I can make it home. And then uh, it's getting worse and worse, but I keep getting closer and closer to home. So I keep, I keep holding up. I, I can make it. I can make it. I can make it. I, by the time we, I t- by the time I get to my street, I'm sweating, so I'm speeding down the neighborhood. I throw my car in park, because uh, it wasn't a car, it was a truck. And I throw it in park, go out, I r- run outside, run inside, get to the bathroom, start taking my pants down, and before I can get to the toilet, it just it it comes out. Um, and I, and I had to clean the bathroom and my clothes very uh, thoroughly after that. All right, story number three. This was probably the least entertaining. I was at work and uh, I was going similar situation, but not nearly as bad. I was going to, uh, I was getting out of my car to go to the bathroom. And before I got into the building, I shit my pants, except not nearly as bad. And then I had to, uh, I don't live in my jurisdiction. So I was, I just cleaned my underwear the best I could and then put them inside out <laughs> when, when I got into the, uh, when I got to the uh, bathroom, I think at some point, you know, if I'm still doing this in a couple of years, I'm going to look back at this time period and be like, did I really ask people if they shit their pants? <laughs> this, this is actually what you the know, fuck? 
when I was when I was waiting to be on, and you thought about retiring the question, I was like, no, I have at least two good stories, and then I had the one that happened to me. Uh, you know, the the work one happened to me recently. It sounds like uh, you need to maybe think about what you're eating. It sounds like you're you have a poor diet. You shit your pants as much as I do. It sounds like. Well, I mean, I eat what I can afford. Yeah, man. Sometimes it. See, and you were going on and on about the, uh, you know, the pay in Mississippi. But I guess, you know, you got some. <laughs> I'll cut that out because that's weird. All right. Now, <laughs> you're good. <laughs> the next question I have is going to be the word of the day. Do you have a good word for the millions of people that use in their reports and over the radio? Y- yes, I do. The word is going to be uh, indubitably. Indubitably. That is quite a superior word, sir. In- indubitably. God, I don't even know how to spell well, that. It was, you know, I also don't think I do either, but I remember, uh, well, you, used to, you, you're from Mississippi, you don't have I got spell check. Fair enough. Oh, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I've been hitting, I've been hitting Mississippi hard. I, I apologize. I'm going to not, I'm going to have a bench warrant for my arrest. If I ever go to Mississippi, you son of a bitch, you don't talk about us that way. Arrest warrant for a gold leader. For what? That's a arrest warrant for a gold leader. Yeah, arrest warrant for gold leader for disrespecting Mississippi. Y'all not disrespect us. All right. Now, the final thing I have for you, buddy, do you have any uh, words of wisdom for the millions of people that are probably going to listen to this podcast someday? Uh, if you get into this profession and you think you know everything, you're done. Don't like you're never going to know everything in this job. And if you think you do, you need to reevaluate because this job is constantly evolving. And so you're constantly learning. Well said, young man. I appreciate you. Well, uh, that brings the conclusion of another very poorly made police memes podcast, which I would think I would know the name by now, but it, I still struggle with it. Uh, poorly made police podcast. Yeah. Something like that. Whatever it's called. If, uh, <laughs> if you want to re- <laughs> if you want to support this very poorly made police memes podcast, uh, you should know by now, especially him because he's been listening forever. There's a link at the end of the podcast. You click on that and uh, you can be a monthly donor and it helps me keep the lights on down here. And I appreciate all the folks that have done that. It's uh, it's pretty awesome that people do that. You can uh, buy some merch. I got all kinds of fun stuff. I, I should have a new t-shirt out by now, but I'm lazy. So maybe it's not out yet. And then uh, of course, take care of the fine sponsors of the podcast, because without them, I'd have to get a real job. No one wants that. And, uh, I may or may not have made a YouTube channel. And who knows, by the time this podcast comes out, I might delete it because the video might be so bad. So you might want to hop on that and uh, see if you like poorly made police memes on YouTube. So with that said, uh, remember that Mississippi isn't as bad as we think. And I love most of you. And the original trilogy is better. Bye-bye.